When we invited the beings onto our ship, they froze. I wish this would just stop. I think it's because these tall pink creatures are not able to understand us. My friend was a little angry at this. We were just pelted by some lead rocks propelled with at us through some like metal tubes earlier. It kind of stung, and we shrugged it off. But my comrade thought it was disrespectful to shoot a diplomatic envoy of a peaceful people. I, I, I would agree if he didn't levitate these creatures into our ship to make them understand. I convinced them not to implant a translator, so we put them back. Hopefully we can find some people to make an alliance with so we can make this part of the galaxy a little bit more prosperous. Welcome to Creepy Critters. This is a podcast where I talk about cryptids. My name is Jesse, and with me today is is a guest who is something mildly insulting. Turner! Yes, it's me, everyone. Thank you for having me on, Jesse. I, I do appreciate it. I'm uh, kind of fanboying a little bit right now. Okay, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I uh, only had... T- Two people ever say anything about this podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> more people could say things to me, please. I need validation. Oh, uh, it, like I need even I need even more validation because I've been off my meds that make me feel like I'm an okay person for months now. Give me more validation, please. I don't know if there's any more left out there because I haven't gotten any in like years. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about another alien. Uh, abduction story i guess the first one was an abduction i guess it was an alien stand around and look in the windows <laughs> not even attack i wouldn't call it an attack no but this one has a little bit more going on with it and mostly because the people involved didn't just pack up and leave uh one of them didn't say anything with the other one pretty much just stuck around and got enough as much money as possible from it which is like i mean congrats on your hustle i mean you know you gotta, you gotta get that bling <laughs> dosh needs to be in your wallet <laughs> but um but yeah so this is not technically a cryptid but uh but i'm including aliens in this yeah but first before we get started what what's your what's your idea about aliens i think that it is stit statistically impossible for there not to be some kind of life that we don't quite understand yeah i'm pretty much the same way statistically there's so many like thousands of planets but it's also baffling because not even thousands millions yeah there's just billions of planets and thousands of planets out there everyone (laughs) just the multitude of universe like uh, it, I it, like I try to think of it and try to fathom it, and I'll watch uh, videos like, "Oh, here's you," and then it goes to like the Adra- uh, the Andromeda Galaxy, and just like how far that away is away, it's incredible. So, as uh, Douglas Adam wrote, space it's big, really big. You won't believe how vastly huge, hugely, mind-bogglingly big it is. I mean. You may think that it's a long way down the road to the chemist, but that's just peanuts to space. Listen. 
That was beautiful. Thank you for yeah. Your so yeah, book reading. space space is is very big, and there's <laughs> lots of things in it. True, and yeah, but yeah, I I believe that aliens exist. I don't believe that any of the things that we seen are aliens, but whatever. Do you think that aliens are extra dimensional? <sighs> Not really. No. Maybe I don't know. I I'm a big I'm a big dum dum, and I'm uh, willing to admit that. So <laughs> I think everyone should have at least a healthy amount of that. Yeah, but yeah, let's get to the sighting um, of the aliens we're talking about. We're going to be talking about the Pasagola uh, aliens. Mm. I say extraterrestrials. I think that that's the PC term. Uh. I think, yeah, yeah, you know, extra... Tr- In case they're listening, you know, you want to be PC. It's a Pasagola abduction. Pasagola abduction, okay. That's 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 what it's termed in most things. Okay. I forgot what it was termed. Hmm. It was technically an abduction, if you believe these people <laughs> at all. <laughs> it, I, all right, so before we hop into it, I must say, I did feel slightly strange covering, like, an event... Like a recorded event. There's there's recorded events, just like with the telepathic football. That was technically a recorded event. Wow. Technically, it totally was not a lie told by twelve year olds. <laughs> totally wasn't, and it was recorded. There, he even drew a picture of it, so that means it's real. So anyone can do that. Everyone can do that. That's beautiful. Yeah, if anyone could do that. That's beautiful. That's why there's no nothing wrong in this world, and no scam artists, and everything's good. No one's ever lied. Well, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> <laughs> so this sighting, mm-hmm. or abduction, was on the evening of October 11th, 1973. It included two people. The 42-year-old Charles Hickson... And the 19-year-old Calvin Parker. Cal- Calvin Parker Jr. Sorry, Jesse. Well, I, I didn't put the junior in. okay. No, it, it, it's not his father. It's him. Which is even more troubling because yeah. there's a 42-year-old hanging out with a 19-year-old. Well, there are co-workers at a shipyard, and I can believe that. That's like, it's, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I, I, was, I was a 19-year-old who worked with a 40-something-year-old at one point. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Um, it'd be well, actually no. Even if they're in school together, like you know, there's people who go back to college when they're in their sixties because they just you know feel like they want to continue their education. But they're both co-workers at a shipyard. Uh, they're both uh, fishing off a pier on the west bank of the Pasagola River in Mississippi. Uh, they heard a whirring and whizzing noise and saw two flashing blue lights and reported that an oval-shaped craft some eight feet across and eight or more feet high. That's a weird oval. What's the, what's the circle equivalent of a square? Uh, the circle equivalent of a square is a that circle. That made no sense coming out of my <laughs> yeah, mouth. Yeah, no, it'd be an oval is a rectangular equivalent of a circle, right? No, a sphere. Y- yeah. <laughs> But no, no, a circle equivalent of a square would be a circle. Yeah, exactly. And then a rectangular equivalent of a circle would be an oval. Okay, but the different... Okay, so, like, they say it was eight feet across, mm-hmm. okay? So they're just like, I know what eight feet looks like. 
but then eight or eight or more feet high, and they said it was an oval craft. So would it be a circle craft if it was to the naked eye? Hmm. It was um. It was an egg-shaped object with two blinking lights. It was nine to twelve meters long, and two two point five to three meters high. That's that's the info I got. Well, I think that there's just different information going around because one of the persons changed the story every time it was asked. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it it appeared above them, and then it looked like it hovered about two feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because they're you know real real brave people, they just stood there, and a door opened on the ship, and three creatures emerged and just took them in uh floating or levitating them into the craft they both reported being paralyzed and numb uh parker claimed that he fainted due to the fright and they both described the creatures as roughly humanoid standing about five feet tall pale and wrinkled skin and they had no eyes that that could be discerned Mm -hmm. and slit for mouths um they their heads appeared to be hooked up directly on the shoulder so like no neck and they had like carrot carrot like growths three of them outside of their head where oh well not outside of their head where a nose would be on a human mm-hmm. well one on the nose one where t- the ears would normally be right and they had like lobster like claws at the end of their arms and they also seemed to only have one leg and and the in the the leg ended like an elephant like foot so basically it was a trunk basically mm-hmm. and apparently they moved in robotic and uh, mechanical and robotic ways um once they're on the ship Hicks- hickson claimed that he was somehow levitated or hovered a few feet above the ground i mean above the floor of the craft and examined by something that looked like a giant football shaped mechanical eye that seemed to uh, scan his body parker claimed that he couldn't recall what happened because I guess he claimed that he fainted beforehand, so I guess that would make sense if he didn't recall anything. Right. He's keeping um, his story straight. Maybe his, so far his story is straight. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, later during sessions of re- hypnotic regression, Parker did offer some hazy details. Uh, They're both released about twenty minutes afterwards. And the creatures just levitated them. Back to the original positions on the bank. Because they're real nice dudes. Just real nice alien dudes. Yeah. Just like, hey, we'll put you back where we found you. Sorry we uh, inconvenienced you. Just get back to fishing. Yeah, I thought uh, <laughs> I I thought it was so interesting how they described as like just being an, an almost meditative state. And they couldn't tell if they were breathing or not. So that's why they like said maybe they're like um, mechanical. Some of the artist renderings mm-hmm. don't necessarily match, but it's just like you look like a Pokemon. <laughs> I'd like you. <laughs> I'd put you on my team. Yeah. You'd be like at like the one of the lower slots, but you know you'd be there. <laughs> well, no, actually, whenever I think, I think of a Dust Skull, mm. which is the uh, I think it's Rock Ghost. Yep. It's not Duskull, it would be Dusclops. 
That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Actually, yes. That is for... Yes. Th- that's what I'm thinking. That like, without perfect. the ghost tail, like, if it had legs. Yeah. And then instead of... Uh, with the eye closed. Like, instead of his... Yeah, with the eye Exactly. Closed. Yeah. But but that's that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, I'm okay with this. Let's get this going. Get up in my life, elephant man. Can you imagine if Pokemon were just extra dimensional creatures that just started popping into this one? Wouldn't that be crazy? That is actually a plot point in the latest Pokemon game. Is it really? What? Oh my. They're called Ultra Beasts. Wow. They just released one that was called uh, Stacky, Stacky, Stacky. And it's basically like a a lot of individual, like tiny Pokemon that like form together to make like a, like a building type with like a, it's actually pretty cool. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, but by the way, we're talking about the Pentacola elephant men. Yes. That's what they're called. Not like the elephant man. They're, they, they just, they just apparently have skin like elephants. Yes. Correct. Yeah. So, (laughs) so yeah. So that's pretty much the incident. Some things have been like, some things have been changed here and there. Mm Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it kind of sticks around that general general idea of a story. Mm-hmm. Now, later though, later there's some some troubling things added. Okay, to, to, to the event, and uh, this would be in a, a interview about twenty years after the initial incident. Uh, Parker story became much more elaborate. And Parker confessed to lie, uh, confessed to lying about fainting in the sights of the creature. He claimed that he was in fact very conscious <laughs> when the creature took him on board, and they led him to a room on the other end of the hallway, to the left of the craft's entrance. Okay. Uh, he claimed that he was laid down on a sloped table and examined by a petite, evident- evidently female being. Hmm. So he was just really checking out this alien. He was just like, mm. <laughs> "What's up? <laughs> you're giving me an energy. I'm gonna pick up what you're putting down." <laughs> <laughs> there was paralyzed. He was able to observe the being inject a needle in the base of the underside of his penis. Okay. Just, just, just like wow. It's just like oh, yo. Here's a shaft. I have never heard this story before. This is incredible. It's like <sighs> here, here's a, here's a shaft of a penis, and here's a needle. I'm just gonna just just put it down in there. Just gonna like, I'm just gonna put, put it down in there. I'm gonna just inject something. Just 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 stand still, Parker. <laughs> Although he was, I uh, mean, sorry. Uh, the being later communicated with him telepathically, suggesting he was taken for a reason. So this went from a freak accident to him being a chosen one. Wow. He's like the new Luke Skywalker. <laughs> except except this did, definitely did not happen to Luke Skywalker. Oh, oh. Wait, wait, are you sure? I probably had some EU stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, yep. Absolutely. Uh, while he was not able to define it, he felt an imminent sense of harm. But then he was led back outside and deposited back into his original position unharmed. I guess getting a needle stabbed into your genitals is unharmed. Like, I don't care if male, female, whoever. If you get a needle stabbed into any part of your body, you are technically harmed. Yes, yes, that is correct. Especially injecting them with something. 
What, did he have an alien baby? He didn't tell us. I was going to ask that same thing. What if you go back there and there's like a alien baby? Alien baby. Could be an alien baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he claimed 19 years later that he came in contact with the same craft again. So this is when he would have been This is the Redux. 38. Yeah, this is the Redux. This is season two. Yeah, season two. <laughs> Uh, he came into contact with the same craft again, and then this time he voluntarily walked into the craft and met the same female being that examined his body in 1973. This is this is getting saucy. <laughs> he claimed he had a conversation with the being in English, which she communicated through communicated to him a religious message, and informed him that they shared the same God and that the Bible was an authentic text. <laughs> That our species wanted to live on Earth, but couldn't due to humanity's tendencies towards war and destruction. That's good. That's good. That's good writing. That's how you build a world right there. Like, <laughs> like, and also, like, he better, he better get with this alien chick. Yeah, I, he, well, did he not he have better. babies already? I mean, I don't see anything about it. Oh, okay. Okay, but there's nothing saying that oh, it didn't happen. At the happen. same time... I'm going to just air bud clause this. Nothing said that he can't have alien babies. Right. Exactly. Who's, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's pretty much most of anything related to the sighting and abduction. I, I also saw in the, I watched it on a, like 11 minute YouTube video was my uh, info that I got for this. And I watched it and it made reference to the law of one, the raw material, which references uh, these extraterrestrials and say that they're actually, um, it's a type of vegetation that lives in a higher meditative state. I'm pro that. I'm, I'm, I, li- I, I like plant creatures. Okay, yeah, exactly. They're like, they're like Groot's. Did you know that Groot is a prince of his is his world, homeworld? I did not know that, but I would guess that you would know that. You are the authority on it, in my opinion. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the raw as in the god? I believe so, R.A., yep. Okay, we're going to do some quick on the fly research. Ooh, I get, I get a website... No, I looked. I looked up the uh, raw uh, materials. I got the law of one dot info. Oh, <laughs> do I want that in my search history? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's let's look at let's look at some of this. Okay. Um, do you want to? Do you want to? Oh, there's a synopsis. Oops. There's a synopsis. Send it my so. way. I, I'm fine. I'm fine with the synopsis. All right, go ahead. Uh, so. Uh, by the way, this is written, this is on lawof1.info. I will put a link in the description. It does not seem like a shady website. Don't see any, doesn't look like much. Looks like it's just uh, someone wanting to get the truth out. <laughs> if it goes by the normal uh, byline rules, it's by Toby Will Willock. Um, so apparently the law, of, so, so there is subheadings. And I'll uh, we'll just go through this. Actually, you know what? Let's take turns. Okay. Let's take turns. Do you want to send it my way, please? Okay. So, um, 
a little bit of reading here, but uh, honestly, that uh, abduction story left me wanting more, so apparently. So I'll start out. The One Infinite Creator. The Law of One states that there is only one, and that one is the Infinite Creator, which Raw calls Infinite Intelligence, and Intelligence Infinity. It's impossible to describe the one differentiated intelligence and intelligent infinity unpolarized full and whole but it can be activated or potentiated each portion of the creation contains paradoxically the whole wow <laughs> this is quite i am speechless man this is cool. i am so about this all right i love impenetrable mythology right. and not mythology cosmology <laughs> are you ready for some illusion since all is one all manifestation of many sorry this is a cold read everyone of manyness is an illusion according to raw it is an illusion carefully engineered in order to give the creator with a capital c the opportunity to know itself. I'm, uh, man, I am gonna drink this Kool Aid. Yeah. I don't like, I hope it doesn't lead to some Nazi stuff because so far I'm in. Yep. Uh, do you wanna, would you like to discuss the first distortion? Or actually, no, sorry, distortion itself. We need to clear up distortion itself. In Raw's terms, distortion is anything that moves away from the distorted unity. This can be uh, either what we consider good, distortion towards love, or bad, distortion towards ill health. There are three fundamental distortions of infinite intelligence. And by the way, that so the law of one states that there's one... Uh, that there's one and that one is the infinite creator well that's uh four labeled 4.20 so of course i had to click it um and this is a questioner and then it's raw my objection is primarily to discover more of the law of one and it would be very helpful to discover techniques of healing i'm aware of your problem with respects to free will uh so i will ask if you could state the law of one and the laws of healing to me. Okay, for this is raw. I am raw. <laughs> <laughs> the law of one is beyond the limitations of name. As you call vibra vibratory sounds complexes may be approximated by stating that all things are one and that there's no parallelity, no right or wrong, no disharmony, but only identity. All is one and that one is love and light light and love the infinite creator one of the primal distortions of law one is healing this is replaced this scratching that itch <laughs> scratching it thank you for mentioning it of course i'm so glad that you like could I didn't even, it was briefly mentioned, and I didn't know that there's a whole, there's a, there's so many, how many pages? There's just pages of, like, what definitions mean, as well as, like, questionnaires and responses, like, 
the great thing about this as well is it's actually organized. So unlike Time Cube, you can actually specifically reference stuff and find what's referencing what it's referencing. Wow. This is incredible. I still don't know what they're selling. I mean, I guess it's... uh, (laughs) Well, okay, let's get through this, because I'm already getting, like, you know, we have distortion. So let's get to the force We're recording a podcast. I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) No, we are. (laughs) Um, Okay, uh, so am I on the first distortion? Yeah, yeah, first distortion. The first distortion is free will or finitity. Find, finitely? I, I would say finity. Finity or finity? I don't know why I hit that so hard. Finity. Mm. Or the limit of the viewpoint reference material. The created universe that we experience is the creator's exploration of itself through the first distortion, which raw also cause the law of confusion. That's so poetic. That is so poetic. And let's let's look at this law of confusion uh-huh. real quick. Mm-hmm. This being the first distortion of the law of one, which I am assuming is the law of if uh, law of intelligent infinity from all others. Correction: all the other distortions that are the total experience of creation spring from this. Is that correct? That's a question, I guess. Um, <laughs> I am raw. By the way, this is raw. <laughs> I am raw. This is both correct and incorrect. Your illusions and your illusion. All experience springs forth from the law of free will or the way of confusion. In other sense, we are learn which we are learning. The experience are this distortion. Do you have more questions, but whatever. <laughs> I'm sure it'll answer them if you get to the end. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is the second distortion. The second distortion is love, or the logos, or the cre- uh, creative principle. It is the focus, the choice of attack, the type of energy of, ex- of an extremely, shall we say, high order, which causes intelligent energy to form from the potential of intelligent infinity in just such and such a way. A Logos can create a single star system or it can create a galaxy with billions of star systems. Each galaxy is its own system of natural laws and I believe its own cosmic mind. Raw says that the writer interjected himself at that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah th- this that's this is important. not wrong. That's it important. Would say, I am wrong. Yeah, exactly. Before it said it. Exactly. Of yeah, you have to make the distinction. Of course you do. Raw says that some of its members have wondered to the creations of other Fogoy and that the experience has been one which staggers intellectual intuitive capacities. In case of galactic systems, this is the first physical manifest. The first physical manifestation of a Logos is a cluster of the central systems. A star system, I guess. <laughs> Are you ready to hear about the third distortion? Are we going to go through this, like, uh, the main points? Are we doing this? 
I mean, if I mean, we're going to cover it on our own time anyway, so I guess we might as well just read it now. It's, I'm either going to read this now or later. So, well, like, I kind of want to get through the synopsis, because apparently they're part of this thing. So, the st- third distortion is light. It is the first manifestation visible to the eye. Light is intelligence, full of energy, and the building block of what we call matter. Light car- Light's characteristics include the infinite whole paradoxically described by the straight line. Raw says that I am raw. This is a paradox. <laughs> I'm joking. I just added I am raw. But uh, uh, this parado- paradox is responsible for the shape of various physical illusion, illusion entities you call solar systems, galaxies, and planets, all revolving around the tendency towards the lenticular light energy has an upward spiraling characteristics which impels evolution alright so I've been holding my breath for the past 30 seconds because I found the reference of it on this site are you ready for it? Okay. are you ready? Okay. To okay. Get yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there it is <laughs> Oh, I love it when sites for crazy people are well documented. <laughs> uh, this is 8.15. This is the questionnaire. says, Was the landing at Pascagoula in 1973 when Charlie Hickson was taken on board this type of landing? In reference, I'm sure, to some type of landing. Guess who comes back with a response? It's raw. Hmm. And he says, oh, Wait, wait, wait. Do we know that this is raw? I am raw. No, wait, no, I'm not. But he. Oh, yes, oh, okay. he is. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I got confused there because you said you're raw. And that's what raw says every single time he talks. Very unique. Because you have to say that when you read it. <laughs> well, wait, anyway, but no, sorry. But wait, sorry. we are part of his creation. We are part of the creation. The intelligent infinity, and there's only, and we are part of that infinity, so we are raw. Yes. And raw is us. But isn't that then the thing that cannot be named? We can't name that thing. The rest is, and this is raw, and he says... Wait, 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 (laughs) wait, is it raw? Oh, wait, um, I'm not sure, I'm gonna read the first line. I am raw. Oh my gosh, Uh, oh Oh my gosh, it's raw. (laughs) (laughs) the landing of which you speak was what you would call an anomaly it was neither the orion influence nor our peoples in thought form but rather a planetary entity of your own vibration which came through quarantine in all innocence in a random landing. This is a fantastic website. 100%. 100 If you are going to put a massive cosmology that you want people to believe, make sure it's easy to understand mm-hmm. and follow. Because this is... I will already follow this overtime cube based off of this website. <laughs> it's... Uh, I, I highly recommend it. It's a great site. Uh, the Law of One Books are copyright 1982... 1984, 1998, 
<laughs> and then 2003 to 2018. So okay. it's it's been the copyright around. is kept up to date as well. Yeah, which is they believe in this. They believe in this. Um, so also there's a sub low guy and sub sub low guy. Mm. Okay, and the low guy is raw. Actually, no, no, yeah, no, everything's raw. What? But wait, does it say that? <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to make sense of it. Okay. No, I haven't read it yet. But it's but our galaxy created by a single low guy, and our sun is a sub loci, a loci, well, logos, logos of that logos. Yeah, uh, and a wait, our sub galaxy was created by a single logos. Sorry, yes. logos. Yeah, that's sorry. okay. A single logos, and then we then our sun's a sub logos of that logos. Um, okay. And a sub logos individualizes and differentiates the natural law set up by its logos. And it also refines the cosmic bind into its archetypical mind, informed by the experience of the earlier sub logi. Wow. And sub sub lo- logoi, sorry, logoi are humans. The logoi is the universe, and then the sub logoi is the sun. And then, well, a low guy, and then a, a low guy can make a star system or multiple star systems. Okay. Yes. Okay. That makes that makes sense. And then there's some densities there's as well. Eight. There's, there's eight. Eight densities. Honestly, honestly, this is beautiful. This is poetry. Well, yeah. So there's seven levels or densities. The eighth density forms around the first density of the next octave of experience such as the eighth note of a musical scale beginning a new octave between the seventh <laughs> sign me up <laughs> between the seventh and eighth densities are creation creation reemerges in a period of timelessness formless unity with the creator it is raw's understanding that the way of the octave are without time that is there is seven densities in each creation infinitely they they point out that the limit of the their knowledge is narrow. Mm. Again, smart God that raw. No, I mean no, not the smart creator that raw. Mm. Because because raw is able to recognize that raw does not know itself well enough. That and it needs to learn about itself. Which is isn't that what everyone's doing? Good. Yeah, well, we're also we're all we're a sub sub low guy who is a part of Raw. So, like, really, us exploring ourselves is us is us helping Raw explore itself. We really stumbled into something really like incredible. This is incredible. I'm glad. Th- honestly, this kind of saved it for me. I don't know how listenable this is going to be. I'm having an experience yeah. here. <laughs> like, you know, it's great. I'm, feel- I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I'm feeling Raw right now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's bang out these densities okay so so first density is awareness which planet moves out of the timeless state into the physical manifestation its elements are earth air f- water and fire <laughs> on earth after matter has coalesced and space-time begin to unroll its scroll of livingness First density look took about two billion years. Oh, I, I'm like just reveling in this in this work of art. Second density. It is 
the density of growth in which we call biological life emerges and evolves into greater and greater complexity. Fact. Second density on Earth took about 4.6 billion years. No, I don't know if that's fact or not, but I'm... Is that... Hey, is this scientifically hey, hey. accurate? Hey, can we look that up? Can uh, can we cross-reference well, this while, material? While looking up the third one, we'll find okay. out. Okay, got okay. it. So, the third density is the density of self-awareness and the first density of consciousness. It is the axis with creation turns, because entity chooses the way, either in to service of others or service of itself, uh, in which they further their evolution towards the creator third density is much shorter than the other densities, only taking 75,000 years. Life on Earth first appeared as early as 4.28 billion years ago. So, they missed a, they missed a, it's not a M, it's a B. You know what? I'm already, this is, this is already more factual than, uh, than Christianity, so fourth density is the density of love or understanding those who have successfully chosen a path come together with others of like mind in which Ra which may also be us calls a social memory complex in order to pursue that path either loving self or loving others Fourth density lasts approximately 30 million years. Fourth density lifespans are approximately 90,000. Years. And hmm. fifth density is the density of light or wisdom. Lear- oh, well, lessons are often learned individually rather than as a social memory complex. Fifth density. Entities are beautiful by our standards because they can consciously shape their physical forms. Hmm. Oh, I would. I want to be fifth density. Yeah. No. You, why stop there? Why stop there when you could go to sixth density? <laughs> and sixth density is the density of unity in which love and wisdom are blended together. The two paths reunite as those of the service to self path realize that they cannot successfully master the lessons of unity without opening their heads to oh their hearts hearts. opening their hearts sorry i usually speak with my head instead of my heart (laughs) no i'm kidding i'm a lover (laughs) that tripped me up so hard without opening their hearts to others switch their polarity to positive Raw is sixth density. So he's not eighth density. Mm-mm. Wait, no, but he is though. Wait, no. There. Hey, never or, mind. Never mind. Their sixth density cycle is seventy-five million years. Yeah. Seventh is the density which we are once again become one with all. It's the density of completion. And it turns towards timelessness and foreverness. I think that that ha- hmm. I feel like there's like significance to even in odd numbers, but let me run it home with eight density, the final density. 
is also the beginning of the first density of the next creation. It is both Omega and Alpha, the spiritual mass of the infinite universe becomes one center sun or creator once again. <laughs> Singularity is born. No, okay, that wasn't part of it. That was me. Like, that was me trying to cough it in, but then I, like, said it. I coughed and then I said you it did loudly. Good. So you were supposed to go, <laughs> singularity. Yeah, no, but I just went, <laughs> singularity. <laughs> it's like a robot trying to do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm not a robot, Jesse. How do you then is born a new universe, a new infinity, a new logos, which incorporates all that is the creator. All that the creator has experienced of itself. It's singularity. What? I'm going to check out 52.12. The questioner says, Only is there anything that we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or the improvement or to improve the contact? Uh, I am raw. <laughs> this instrument has some distortion in the areas of the lungs, which has been well compensated for by the position of the physical complex all is well we leave you friends in love in light of the one infinite creator go forth therefore rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one infinite creator adonai that's beautiful that was beautiful 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 i think that that would be the best way to wrap up any kind of podcast. No, I'm kidding. Don't wrap it up. But like, if that was like your last note, if you just said, we leave you, my friends, in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Can you imagine what a mic drop that would be like every time? Oh, okay. So this episode turned into something different. Yes, it did. <laughs> like, um, like <laughs> I like we've been recording about an hour. I did not realize that until I looked at the time. <laughs> that is incredible. Um, we like discovered something incredible. And by the way, each of these questions has an audio component. And and like apparently raw is like I don't know if it's like broken English or just like a affectation. Is there a book? Can I get a book? I'd love to get a book of this. Where's uh, <laughs> where's the library section on this site? Something. I don't know what to follow that with, because I feel like I had a minor religious experience. <laughs> no! <laughs> I am in love. I am in love with this. This is really something. We need to do our segment <laughs> that it's a show, oh, but... Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! This will be a it'll be a split episode. Um, no, this is all going in. Uh, yeah, one. no, of course. <laughs> um, all right. So, what is uh, what is the uh, ending segment, Jesse? Uh, well, it's uh, make it sexy slash make it YA slash just make a story. This is a segment where we try to make the cryptid or creature we talk about palatable for today's youth. It, we we we're gonna make it like a just a just a dead sexy story about about that that elephant lady mm -hmm. and, and Parker. Mm -hmm. Now, now how are we gonna now, do how, it though? So wait, it's like a, am I selling this story to Hollywood? We're just pitching okay. it. Yeah, we're basically selling right. it. We have to we have to we have to get people pumped about this. All right. So are we thinking a rom com? 
See, I'm thinking. No, you know what? I think like it's, a, I think what what is it? Like my neighbor's a Martian, or what is that? What is that one movie from like the '90s? Earth Girls Are Easy. No, not that one. No, 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 uh, no. I'm thinking too much. Go- Jeff Goldblum right now. <laughs> uh, wait, is that um? Earth Girls Are Easy is Jeff Goldblum. Right? Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um. Uh, my my neighbor the Martian or whatever. Do you remember that movie? I used to watch it on VHS all the time. I sound like an old person. I just sounded like an old person when I said that statement right now. I'm thinking we make this uh, not necessarily like a traditional like rom com like two young people right. or whatever because this is when he was 38. Like this, he finally he finally met he he met his love of his life while she was inserting a needle into the underside of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he realized at that point that he was in love because that was a thing he was into and he never knew mm-hmm. until now. Turned out it's really hard to find out yeah, he, that was a good kick. He was awoken. <laughs> um, and you know he it's he's almost forty. He's been you know chasing the glory of this one day for for almost his whole life. And then. They land, and then, and then he finally, mm-hmm. and then they land, and turns out it's not, it's not, it's a stout scout ship. Guess what? She specifically asked for this job to go down, like maybe, maybe like get some diplomatic mm-hmm. relations yep. and whatnot, and then it becomes diplomatic relations if you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. But, 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 uh, but then, but and then, but really, all it was is like she wanted to see the the one thing that made her feel love because this this alien race does not feel love mm. like emotions like that. Some say, I don't know if it's uh, I don't know if it's described in uh the uh the power of one, but you know, love is the fifth element. Well, love is also a distortion. So. Love is also a battlefield. I <laughs> see. I feel like it's more of a distortion. Okay, because I'm I'm already I'm already like super into it. Like it's the fourth d- density, mm-hmm. and <laughs> you know, and if you're in love, you're also, come, you know, chosen a path to come in, come together with others, a like mind and what Raw calls a social memory complex. Mm. They're in a social memory complex together. Yeah, I know, and uh, and I guess uh, I I don't know. Like, how how would you how would you make this? Like, I got the first part. You you do the rest. So you like you see him stumbling, stumbling because he's full of so much excitement of the potential of what would happen once that door opens, and then the door opens, and there she's standing like a statue of wrinkly flesh with needle in hand and he just <laughs> he just has a single tear a single tear really just a really weird <laughs> weird 50 shades of gray but with like more consent we got a sequel it's them <laughs> settling down they finally bought a house oh by the way it's also part of the mac and me universe so Lebacchini <laughs> is also there, and like it's them just kind of like figuring out like what to do, how to how to live in that time. So, 
there's just a there's gonna be at least one one music video <laughs> in a McDonald's. Thing. No, there's two this time because it's the second movie. There's one at the beginning and then one at the end. One for breakfast and one for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done. Okay. I think I think we got everything that we could out of it. I would say that it is uh, has been an honor to cover this story with you, Jesse, and discover the craziest thing I may have ever found online, ever. See, I feel I feel like Time Cube is a little bit more crazy, just because it. I've never heard of Time Cube before. Can you send that oh, to me? Oh, you need to read Time Cube. Okay. Also, there's a video. Also, there's a really good video kind of breaking down Time oh. Cube. Oh, okay. As Interesting. Well. You snot brains will know hell for ignoring Time Cube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sending you Time Cube, by the way. Perfect. It's not nearly as masterfully organized oh, okay. as okay. the Law of oh, One. The Law of One is incredible, though. Yeah, so, so basically, Time Cube, it's like Earth has four simultaneous days and one, and something about like the you measure time by the corners huh well actually no whenever whenever uh because you you snot brains will go to hell for worshiping the one day gods that's what it is because like uh, if you if you believe that there's only one day you're not viewing the other three days as also happening oh and and if you ignore it you're not in you're not in harmony with the time cube so okay, uh, but is this yeah. is this over all um all over all planets? Is this how time works? Is it just that this this is everything? That's everything. But the, what about the universe? Where how's the universe is outside Wait, of the time? Four, cube? four days. No, it's it happens four days, four seasons, all simultaneously. Oh, I guess I guess that makes. Oh, by the sense. way, I sent you the video about time cube. Okay, That's cool. cool. Thank you apologize for whatever comes out of this i don't know if it's listenable and but i had an experience Me too. this was incredible this was- i know it was a lot of just i know it was not a lot of jokes and mostly just us reading something but i felt the spirit <laughs> i am so thankful that we could stumble upon that that was that was a good amount of real-time reactions to like really one of the most shocking things that i've ever read online i was amazed amazed done so what's your plugs my plugs are uh um redemption arc redemption arc why not i can't i don't really know what to i just like to switch up my plugs sometimes but i'm gonna say redemption arc this time uh wherever fine podcasts are sold um you can pick up some redemption arc and watch me watch horrible horrible movies uh with the zero percent on rotten tomatoes but usually i have a good time uh watching them and i had the honor of having some of my favorite podcasters actually on the show uh not excluding jesse of course so i definitely recommend you uh checking out that as well as jesse's episode because i actually put a little like musical stylings uh when i accidentally spoiled the entire plot of Get Out. So then, yeah, very rudely, yeah, like super. Just rudely. like, hey guys, this is the movie, and then and then Nick said, okay, well I wasn't gonna watch it, but it's uh, it's <laughs> like I I just had such a uh, a manners fart. But yeah, so my name's Jesse. I have a podcast called. 
Hey, kids, tune in. Tune in next week for Alphabet Flight, where we will cover your favorite superheroes. Yeah, I, I cover I cover uh, individual characters from Marvel three times a week. Uh, if you'd like to, you know, hear about obscure slash also well-known characters that you may not know that much about when you think about it. Um, uh, also, I have a little cryptid, my cat. <laughs> he is Dexstar. He has four thumbs, and you should definitely look at pictures of him on Alphabet Flight. I mean, at Alpha at oh my god <laughs> at at Marvelous Mooch, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't feel like doing the rest of my uh, plugs. I am Ra, this. Uh, instrument has some distortion in the area of the lungs which has been well compensated for by the position of the physical complex all is well we leave you my friends in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator go forth therefore rejoicing in the power and in the peace of the one infinite Creator Adene.